We've all made mistakes We've all done stupid shit We're all broken inside We're all made of Spare Parts Podcast fans. Um, I just want to do a little bonus episode for y'all. Um, this is stuff that I cut out of, uh, I think it was episode two, uh, with Austin. And uh, <laughs> I was initially going to do it, and then he was like, nah, this is, this is too gnarly um, to put out there. <laughs> And I kind of agreed with him. I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty fucking hardcore. And, and like, obviously, if you're listeners, uh, you're regular listeners, you would know that that's got to be pretty gnarly, considering half the shit that I talk about and other people talk about on here. Um, <clears throat> anywho. Yeah, so we were, last night, I guess it's just kind of a recap of uh, what's been going on. Um me and Austin, another one of our friends, she's a regular listener of the show. I don't know if she wants me to say her name on here, but maybe eventually she'll be a guest and then then I'll then I'll say her name. But um we went to go see Guar last night at the knitting factory in Boise. And uh if you don't know who Guar is, they are they're a pretty old band from like the 80s and 90s and you know, they've been going nonstop since and um they're a rock band uh, i guess you call them like metal they kind of have like a little bit of punk vibe to them but it's really not about the music when it comes to guar it's more just like the show and stuff they consider themselves like shock rock and um like it some of it's kind of funny like the lyrics some of it's like political um but they dress up in these uh costumes and whatnot and you know they're supposed to look like these kind of like i don't know mutated like space creatures and like that's the whole story behind it is that guar is like they are aliens from another planet sent here to destroy humans and stuff and then like i think like the backstory is something to the effect of like they got here and then they really liked uh sex drugs and rock and roll (laughs) and so they just uh they just stayed and they you know made this band and so yeah anyways i don't know the full story but uh basically the craziest part about guar is that they will bring like these uh people in costumes that are dressed up like uh, sometimes it's like political figures sometimes it's um religious figures it doesn't really matter but like last night who did they bring up there they brought like a like a a cop up there like well at least like it looked like a cop um there was like (laughs) 
Caitlyn Jenner. There was Trump. There was... Ah, shit, I can't even remember everything. Some, like, Russian weird caricature thing. And they, for the most part, they'll, like, cut off their heads. They have, like, these removable, like, rubber heads. And they'll cut them off with, like, these, like, they have these giant, like, rubber swords and axes and stuff. It looks like LARPing kind of stuff. And they'll cut off the their heads or, or even, like, rip off their, you know, their chest or something like that. And then, like, boom, they'll be spurting blood, like, all over the crowd. And it's like this, it's kind of like a pinkish red, uh, it's like, I don't know, it's just food coloring and water, but they just spray it all over the crowd and you get, you get completely soaked. Like you have to be far away to not get blasted with this shit. And (laughs) it definitely stains your shit. Like you don't want to wear something nice. Uh, that's for sure. Like my skin is still... Like, it has, like, green marks and, like, pink marks on it and stuff. So, they, like, it's not just blood. Then, like, the singer, he has, like, these two giant space dicks and stuff. And he shoots, like, this green space jizz out of it. (laughs) It's pretty, it's pretty uh, nasty, but it's hilarious. And so, like, the green shit really stains stuff. uh, Clothes and your skin. So, I've showered twice and I still have green on me. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't quite wash out. You definitely don't want to wear anything you like. Um, so anyways, we went, went to that concert. I had a hell of a good time. It's so much fun. And, um, just soaked in this shit. So we come back, we go, uh, we kind of change clothes, shower and stuff. And then we head on over to, uh, Polly's. Uh, Polly's Bar, or I don't know if it's Polly's Pub, Polly's Bar, over in Meridian. Shout out to them. Uh, coolest little place in Meridian, I tell you what. Like, it's just a, a sweet little bar. They have good food, super cheap drinks. There's like a, I think it's like $1.50 PBRs. Um, you know, if you're down with PBRs, that's the place to go. And karaoke is on Saturdays. It ends at midnight, unfortunately. We wanted to try and get there in time to go do that because I really wanted to, like, get done with guar and then show up for karaoke and then like do karaoke covered in all like all this fake blood i thought it would be funny but it ended up getting over too late so we just went over there and just kind of uh hung out for a bit and while we were there austin was like when are you going to come out with uh you know the stuff that we cut out of episode two and i was like what like you you really want to do that and he's like uh he's like yeah he's like i don't care anymore i was like are you really the initial one that didn't want to do it and he's like uh he's like now you're being a fucking pussy right now so i was like all right like i'll i'll release it but um no i really don't have a problem with it um i just didn't want him to regret it uh just these kind of gnarly stories it's really not anything worse than anything i've already talked about i don't even know why I i thought it was that big of a deal but um yeah, so I'm going to put that after my whole little rant here thing. Um, but, uh, you know, for anyone out there that listens to this and they're just, like, incredibly offended by something that I might say or someone else says or, you know, you think that, like, you know, my view on the world socially, politically, whatever, is just fucking stupid. Well, guess what? You're not going to agree with everyone. And number two... Uh, <clears throat> 
shit. My throat. Uh, I say a lot of shit on here that I don't actually, like, believe, you know? Like, I say a lot of shit out of shock and awe. I say a lot of stuff out of, uh, you know, trying to, to, to be funny, trying to make a joke. And I think that people these days are very quick to crucify any sort of humor and stuff like, that's just not funny. I'm like, well, it's not funny to you, but it might be to somebody else. And honestly, you kind of take things too seriously. Like, there's a lot of things that can be, you can see the humor in and stuff. Because, like, life is just ridiculous. We take everything so seriously because, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's valuable or important to someone. I'm like, I'm not discrediting anything. It's just funny to make observations sometimes. And I think a lot of people might listen to this and think, oh, maybe he's homophobic. I am not. Not in the slightest. I fight for LBGT, LGBT, oh, I can't even say it right, uh, rights all the time. You know, I, I didn't used to when I was younger, but I am 100%. Uh, you know, now that I've seen the light, now that I have, you know, stopped following in my parents' footsteps, I absolutely fight for their rights. A lot of people think might think that, you know, I am, you know, misogynistic or a womanizer and stuff. It's like, I'm really not. If you really got to know me and you really uh, saw how I treat women face to face, you couldn't even begin to say that. That's all there is to it. And so I just want to put that out there. Like, I, I am... Far from misogynist, I'm hard misogynist. I can't say that fucking word. I'm far from a bigot. I'm far from a racist. Do I make off-color jokes? Yeah, I probably do, but it's in the it's in the name of humor. I say a lot of ridiculous shit because it's like whoa, you know. Um, yeah. So I don't want anyone to think that uh, you know I, I hate any particular group of people. Besides juggalos, juggalos can suck all the dicks and go die in a ditch. <laughs> See, it's a joke. Fuck off. Even though I do kind of believe that one. <laughs> um, no. So, anyways, I think that's pretty much everything I had to say. Um, so, yeah, enjoy this little uh, bonus episode. Uh, a few stories that I left out that are pretty raunchy. So, uh, cover your children's uh, ears. Um, you shouldn't be listening to this with kids around anyway. But uh, enjoy. And uh, thank you, everyone who does listen to this. Thank you for the positive feedback. You know, it, it really does mean a lot. And, you know, if you ever want to come on Spare Parts, just let me know. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure you know how to find me. There's not too many people listening to this that don't actually know me or an acquaintance or something like that. So track me down, you know, come on here, tell your best stories that are, you know, they can be, they can be crazy. They can be meaningful. I don't. I really don't care. You know, we're pretty, uh, pretty open here on spare parts to any type of story and uh, any topic. To be honest, shit. You want to talk about conspiracy theories? Come on here. I got, I got a lot that I, uh, that interests me. Um, well, yep. Here I am ranting again. Okay, sorry. Enjoy. Yo, I bet you thought this shit was over, but you thought wrong. <laughs> we just have too much good material. Too much good shit. That's what happens when you do a podcast with your best friend. So, you want some nasty shit. All right, turn it off if you're not ready for that. You know what? I'm just going to have to make a second episode. It'll be private.
<laughs> Subscribers only. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do that shit. I just barely figured out how to upload shit onto YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I know these goddamn internets, man. These things are too goddamn complicated. So tell me about the time that you shit. No, no. You, oh. Now what? Well. All right. Let's, you, it's my first anal experience. First anal experience. <laughs> And let's just say there was shit on the, his bed. Okay. Take it away. <laughs> All right. So, first anal experience, um, high school, high school girlfriend, and, um, you know, we decided that we wanted to try anal. Well, so it's never an easy process trying to work through it, but, you know, we figure it out, a little spit and a little uh, t- finesse, and you, you get it spit. in there. Yeah. Okay. No, you only. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, fluids, bodily fluids. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it was it was post sex anal, so there was already a lot of warming up into it. Okay. Any all right. Anyways, <laughs> it's getting it's getting dirty. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> real fucking nasty. So um, we're 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 working through it we get in you know we're we're doing anal and i have this overwhelming sense of where you know i'm starting to build up ready to orgasm but i'm like oh i got to poop knocking at the door <laughs> you got to turn the chamber turn in the chamber locked and loaded am i going to orgasm or am i going to shit i have no idea <laughs> but i'm going to gamble on it so I just let it ride, and at the same time, this hands down, the best orgasm of my life. <laughs> well, shitting feels so good. Right? Shitting so. is almost an orgasm in itself. Yeah, sneezing and shitting are my two favorite things. So, so. I, I let it rip, and it it just comes out of me. I just feel it. There's projectile shit at the same time that I come. It's like hall pass all, And I, I, I'm like mortified at this point. <laughs> It's just, you I, I'm, you did it. I'm not going to look at the sheets. I'm not going to see. It's, it's how am I going to get out of the situation? And I'm like scheming immediately. I'm, I'm frantic. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I, I, I play it off. Cool. Like I know it's, I know the shit is behind me. So I kind of roll over her and I like stay away from it. And I kind of like strategically position her towards the poop. I'm like, how can I pin this on her? <laughs> Such a piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, That's my con- only out. I don't you can't deny behavior. poop all over the bed. Yeah, no, it's pretty obvious there's poo on the bed. So, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, wipe myself off post-sex, real defusing, and then I'm just waiting for her to acknowledge it. And she, you know, puts her hand down and she goes, what? What is this? What's all over the sheets? <laughs> <laughs> she kicks the light on and it, luckily it was my bed, you know, but... <laughs> She kicks the light on and she's like, there's, you, you shit everywhere. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I, you were the one receiving anal. It's yeah, you. It has you to be had, you. You, ex- you must have exploded after I pulled out and that uh, turd just launched out over the bed. Completely <laughs> pinned it on her. Uh, and uh, to this day, well, until she hears this podcast, nasty. if she ever does, nah. it was me. <laughs> it, was, it was my poo it, yeah she's super self-conscious you know that she's been with another she's, dude and he's been like you want to try anal and she's like no i had a bad experience permanently i shit everywhere 
Meanwhile, she could have been having anal this whole time, and she would have been just fine. I I don't know. I think I successfully pulled it off that she made her believe that it was her. Yeah. I mean, she trusted you, and you abused it. And I took advantage (laughs) of it. It's horrible. God, you're awful. Speaking of manipulating women. Dude. (laughs) <laughs> put it that way. I am not that kind of guy. I'm a good dude. I'm totally, Any women yeah, listening I'm out totally there, kidding. I'm a semi-decent dude. Which, <laughs> vouch for me. You right are now. the best kind of dude okay. to date. Thank you. Hands down. Yeah, I am husband treat, material. Yeah, I aspire to treat women the same level of okay. of queenness that you give them. So Now you can talk about my faults and my shortcomings. So let's get into this. <laughs> Uh, night of the Super Bowl 48, I think it was. The Patriots had lost. And I'm. Wait, they'd lost? They'd lost that night. I was devastated because I'm a huge Pats fan. Mm. And, um, we decided. I was already just. Oh, no, no. I always thought that was the no, Falcons no. one. That was the one they won with the yeah, Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there super was like stoked. A, just a... Sorry, there's been a lot of Patriots involvement in the yeah. Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was... <laughs> that was... I rubbed it in everyone's face. I had blacked out before while they were losing. Yeah. So maybe that's where I had to disconnect. That's probably why. <laughs> I drank at least... Maybe not 30 beers, but 30 drinks that night. And a couple of those were Long Island iced teas. So that's... That's four drinks. Yeah. Woo. I was I was gone. My drink of choice, by the way. Gone. So what did we do? We got somebody to drive us to the torch. Was mm-hmm. it the torch? The original torch? I think we Ubered. Uh, we don't condone. Either Ubered. Don't, kids don't drink and drive. Or, no, I, guess I know adults. we didn't drink and drive. We're no. not that stupid. No. But um, anyways, Ubered or whatever. It was like you, me, and a, probably three other dudes. Yeah. I think Connor was there. <laughs> Connor was there. Yes. <laughs> Our last guest. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I hope he listens to this. Um, so, yeah, we go. I was like, I'd never been to a strip club, but I'm like, let's do it, you know, because normally I, if I was sober, I'd be like, no, nah, that's gross. That's, like, nasty, and it's just, I, like, I just have my the image in my head of, like, what I've seen in the movies. The idea of it is, like, exciting and fun, but once you're there, you're like, this is, is dirty. Like, it's kind of sad. It's wrong. Yeah, it's it's wrong. It's like, it's like okay, I don't it's know. It's fun to go with, if you're, like, with a girl. But yeah, it's, I would do it then. I always felt so uncomfortable going I did, when I was with... Even super drunk, I felt uncomfortable yeah. at first. And it would, oh, to top things off, it was amateur night. I remember that. So <laughs> yeah. was, these are girls that are trying to... You know, get, get a job. hired, get a job. Yeah, <laughs> and some of them were not amateurs. Let me. Wow, there was one girl I remember that twerked from the ceiling upside down, and I was just like, "Fucking, do you need to bring the other ones up?" Here? We were rating them, and so the girls that were obviously not on like their experience, hotness, but their talent, right, yeah, right, yeah. on their talent, and the girls that were obviously experienced were like zero, like. We wanted to give the girls True. that we wanted to give the girls that, that were actually like new and find a chance. This, yeah. They're like they're not amateurs. No. Why are they in this? They've been doing this. They for should a just while. be strippers. They should, they should yeah. just be hired. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Maybe not even that place. They'd go to a nicer place. Mm-hmm. And anyways, so I really hope she doesn't listen to this. But I, <laughs> <laughs> there was a cocktail waitress there that I went to grade school with, and like. I hadn't seen her since probably grade school, maybe middle school. I know we went to different middle schools and stuff, but it's been a long time since I've seen her. But we're friends on social media and stuff. And, 
you know, he was like, hey, it's been a long time. What you been up to? Oh, yeah, you're working here. Uh, <laughs> not a dancer. No, oh, she, she she could be, but... It's almost worse to be a cocktail waitress at a strip club. You think so? You? I don't know. It, it depends on your perspective, but... Uh, it's like she, she wasn't hot enough to aspire to be the stripper. Oh, she's hot enough. No, sure. she was she, hot. She, she's beautiful. It was a moral thing. And she she had like a couple kids too. I'm like, damn, girl, like you're doing good for yourself, you know? And um, anyways, had a few drinks with her. Apparently they can drink on the job. Maybe they can't, but she did. And, <laughs> that night. Uh, that night she did and had a few drinks. We were talking pretty much the whole time. And uh, yeah, then we just... Uh, it was at your place, and you lived over in the Whitewater apartments. We were all so excited because it was the closest thing that any of us experienced to, like, it's, it's what is the the thing behind it of, like, every guy wants to fuck a stripper, right? Yeah, and it was, we were stoked, we were like, he's going to fuck a stripper, even though yeah. she was just a cocktail waitress. We were so excited. Yeah. And and we convinced her successfully to, to come back to the after Me? party. Did you? Well, you, oh, okay. you yeah, but yeah. we were motivating you. Yeah, I was like, come back to my buddy's place. We're all going back there. And then, yeah, did the did the deed, and I can. Well, it was at my place, I and so I have a one bedroom apartment. And I was he, you know, you come to me and you go, can I fuck her on my couch or on your couch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, go use my bed. I'm so fucking proud of you. So fucking <laughs> I will proud sleep of you. on the couch you... and masturbate to the sounds <laughs> of you fucking a stripper. <laughs> Stroking off to the rhythm and everything. He was like, not, and he was just like getting off of the fact that I was getting off. Too. Yes. Like, I would. You're that, get you're busting your nut, dude. Like I said, we, we look out for our friends. boys. Yeah, exactly. This is this is real friendship. This should be your goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the amount of times that I passed out on your couches and I've heard you with your girlfriends and the that's bedroom, true. So it's only fair. It's only fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm happy to to just be a part of in my small way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> facilitate the yeah the dude. act. Yeah, you are my mentor. <laughs> and, oh, God, we're pieces of shit. Did Anyways. you ever talk to her again after that? <laughs> no, not really. No. Yeah. One night, true one night stand? True one night stand. Mm-hmm. And it's all good, you know? I feel um, like everyone should experience that once in their life. Yeah, it's not bad, you know? Um, okay. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything we need to say about that story. Yeah. Um, so now... One more story. That we had thought of post the last. Yeah. So you have showed me, shown me, I don't know what the word is, a video of, I don't know, do you want to talk Consensual about, video. Do you want to talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, fuck it. You don't care? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not ashamed of who I am. It's something that had right. happened in my hey. past. All right, there's a particular video that I have seen that you showed me. It's probably not on your phone anymore, but... And it is a video of a girl in college doing a line of cocaine off of your (laughs) pee-pee. This is an adult show. We do not curse on here. (laughs) I mean, a child show. Tune out if if you're under 18. Yeah. Wow. All right. It was a that's a true Motley Crue moment. Right 
I was like, what the fuck, dude? People do that? <laughs> it was college, and, you know, things happen in college, and you try things, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, trying something. Anyways, so, I was, it was, was a norm, normal, normal, shore whore? no, shore whore, no, oh, it was okay. another girl, she okay. was, she was interesting. Anyways, so I was, it was a normal Friday night in Boston, this is where I went to school, and, uh, we went out to um, to the local bar there, and we were just, you know, hanging out with my buddies. And I, I went to get a drink, and there was this girl that was kind of flirting at me with her eyes. And I do the stand-up thing, walk over to her, and introduce myself. And I guess I had come over with confidence, and almost like I had, you know, knew who she was. And she she responds like, "Oh, are you, um, are you my?" I guess I didn't introduce my name. I just said, hey, how you doing? And she's like, oh, are you Nate, my, the Bumble date? Oh. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm Nate. So we're chatting and, and I'm thinking like, we're getting beers and she's hot and I'm, I'm into it. And I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Nate tonight. Like I got to get her out of this bar though, because if Nate shows up and, and interferes with this, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, you know, lose my opportunity. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go get a drink, uh, across the street. Well, that happened to be my apartment. So uh. we leave the bar and I walk her into Trinity. my apartment building and my apartment building looks like a, you know, it looks like an office building that might have a bar in it. And so, and she's like, is, this isn't, this is an apartment building. I'm like, yeah, I got a bar in, in my place. And she's like, oh, okay. You know, we go upstairs and we're making out in the elevator on the way up and she's, she's all down. And then, uh, we get an apartment and she's like, I have some cocaine. Do you mind if, you know, do you want some? And, um, or no, how did it go? Do you mind if I do a line off your cock? Wow. Like, how do I turn that down? That's like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's, it I reminds me of the that. opening scene. I was like, I have to seize this. Carpe diem, seize the day. <laughs> so I drop my drop my shorts, and uh, she, you know, get full throttle, full mast. Oh, my God. Pours out a line of coke on my cock, rips it right off, you know? And oh while this God. was, before we decided that we were going to, video it i don't know why but there was some consensual agreement that we agreed yeah. that it was funny and we were going to video it <laughs> so i've got you know her phone and i video her doing the line of coke off off my cock and uh Jeez. and then i took that video and i i said can you send me the video because i want to have the video mm. and she's got she doesn't have my number she has yeah. nate's number oh <laughs> My God, dude! <laughs> so she sends the video to Nate. Nate gets it, and he's and then I I break it to her right after she sends it because of course I needed to send <laughs> confirm that the Did you I think hear about the that swoosh before sound. You told her to do that. I absolutely had full intentions and knew exactly <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> oh my God! So the swoosh goes off. And then, uh, and I, I'm like, so I've got a confession and she's like, okay. And I'm like, well, um, I'm not Nate. My name's Austin. And she's like, bullshit. You're not Nate. Oh. And I go, look, you know, go look at the Bumble pictures, like hold the picture side by side. I'm not Nate. She confirms. She's like, 
oh my fuck, you just had me send a line of me doing cock off some other guy's cock. A coke off some other guy's cock. Oh my god. He ended up responding like right away. What did he say? He was like, What are you doing later? Oh. <laughs> he did not wow. give a fuck. That dude's desperate. Yeah. He don't give a shit. He's probably like, I want to do that. <laughs> like, no shame. You do this often, I take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a, she was a character. Wow. Yeah. That's a good fucking story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it had to be shared. I, just the sending of the message and shit. Is like, the icing on the cake. That is so... It was, wow. It was like the most schemey thing I've done, but it was all for That's humor. That's schemey. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there. You've got a... Do you have... You've got a crazy sex story. What? Weren't you in some bushes and a... Oh, it's not that good. I got caught getting a blowjob behind some bushes one time. Yeah. It was at the Boise Music Festival. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People were, like, pulling out their phones and taking a picture and stuff. What? Yeah. People were? They're like, we're going to put it on Facebook. They got, you must have been loud if they gathered around you. Nah, they were just, like, apparently there was, like, apartments on the other side of that bush. (laughs) It was not much of a bush. There was a fence there. No, it was not much of a bush. I was barely It was like a blade of grass. Yeah, it really was. And, yeah, so that shit was going down. And, yeah. How do you react to that? Um, I mean, I was like, can you go away? (laughs) I'm, like, kind of busy here. While, is she still going to town? Uh Uh-huh. No flinching. I don't think so. That's a good girl. Commitment. Oh my god, we sound like the biggest pieces of shit on here. We sound like total misogynists. <laughs> life yeah, experiences. It's life experiences. We're made of spare parts. You know what? We make mistakes sometimes, and you know if you're if you're out there judging us, and you know, oh god, this needs to be not on the internet. This needs to be, you know, reported and stuff. You know what? I guarantee you've done some dark shit that you don't want out there on the internet. I just got the balls enough to put it out there, and Austin has the balls enough to do it, too. Fuck so, yeah, brother. fucking suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real world. Yeah, exactly. This is this is real people, this is real stories, and I guarantee you have stories just like it. So, that's our little add-on to this mm-hmm. episode of Spare Parts. So, thank you for listening. We've all made mistakes We've all done stupid shit We're all broken inside We're all 